The Tampa Bay Lightning failed to get things going early on last night, and that resulted in a 5-1 loss on the road to close out the season series against the Nashville Predators. We talk about that. We talk about Jonas Johansson, what's going on with him, as well as wrapping things up with Vasilevsky. Is it time to get him going? All that more coming up on Locked on Lightning. Your Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Denker. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Locked On Lightning. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We are also available on YouTube, so go ahead and subscribe to the channel there. Drop a comment below. Hit that hit that like button and let us know how we're doing. And yeah, let us know how you feel about last night because last night was just, to me at least, a weird game. The lightning drop there, the second leg of their two-game series this season against the Nashville Predators falling 5-1 and in my opinion this game was just very odd because and and maybe this has to do with the fact that I feel like to a certain degree when the lightning are rolling on all cylinders and they're kind of for the most part I thought that the offensive pushback last night was as good as it could be all things considered, given that you are going up against a top three goaltender in UC Soros. And the Lightning were just trying to do anything and everything they could to get things going early on. But on the other side of that, you had the Nashville Predators, who are a very good team, a very feisty team, a team that when they're playing well, I feel also they have a similar style in the Tampa Bay Lightning because as we have spoken about in previous games, when the Lightning play well, they kind of do the little things very well. And that's really what we saw last night. I thought that for the most part, the Lightning went out there. They were just kind of starting from scratch, which is really the way I think this team should approach every game, just trying to build exponentially over the course of the first couple of periods. Um, if you get a goal here, you get a goal there, that's great. And, and it kind of looked like that things were going to fall in favor for the lightning early on they score that goal to get things going and then after that you know they the the predators score but then that was called back on a goalie interference which i said at the time i didn't think that that was there there wasn't anything there i don't know what the 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 refs saw that that warranted them to to call that but i thought that was a clean goal for nashville and and i kind of felt that you know given the fact that the Lightning don't exactly get those calls very often, whether they're they're warranted or not, I felt like things were going to kind of turn on their head a little bit uh, not too long after, and they did not too long later. Uh, Parsonen scored a goal, tying it up. And, you know, after the, the Forsberg goal in the second period, that's pretty much all she wrote. And a big, de- a big part of that was because the Lightning – weren't able to execute efficiently on on the special teams. They went 0 for 4 last night. They had a couple of good chances here and there throughout their time on on the odd man advantage. 
And but at the same time, like I said on yesterday's episode, what really the lightning needed to do going into this game early on was to hit Soros early and consistently. And they they did, and that resulted in the goal, and that was great. But you know, at the same time, the the Predators defense was just really really locked down i i mean the, the lightning did have their chances but at the same time the predator defense was was very good and then like i said of course you have you uc soros who in my opinion is the top three goaltender in the league it's kind of hard at that point once the predators get things going offensively it's really hard for really any team to to come back um you know in, in a game like that where you're down two one against a goaltender like that it kind of looks it kind of feels like you're down four one uh, and, and, you know, this game kind of got out of hand, hand as the as the game went on. Um, the, the lightning ended up falling 5-1. But if we look back on this game and we kind of try to dissect, because I don't necessarily think that the lightning played a bad game. I thought for the most part it was very well played. You just ran into a team who played well on that particular night with a goaltender who was just elite. And But that's not to say that the lightning didn't have a chance of winning this game they did and and really at the end of the night and you know when we look back on this game and try to see what the lightning could do better going into their next matchup against seattle it really comes down to the the special teams and you know i i said going into this into this game that really that was the important thing for this lightning team was you know take advantage of the the power plays that you are going to get because you will get power plays in this game it's going to be a chippy game last game of the season for each team unless they meet in the Stanley Cup final. That's, you know, you're going to see guys from both sides taking liberties. We saw Watson at the end of the game with that ridiculous shot that that injured a, a Predators player with time expiring. But I think at the end of the day, I, I, I think that really the special teams failed the Lightning on this one. And, and you know, if if the, if the Lightning were going to go into this game with any hope of winning, they they almost had to go maybe 50% on the power play, or at least, you know, at least keep themselves in it. Uh, like I said, when you have a goaltender such as Soros in the, in the other side of the net, and you have Johansson in, in your net, who we'll, we'll get into him into the next segment, guys, guys need to execute. And you kind of have to keep the game to a one-goal deficit if you want to stay in it, because eventually guy like Soros, the more shots you put on him over the course of the game, he's just going to get more comfortable and more comfortable and more comfortable. So really, at the end of the day, the the, the lightning power play really needed to step up and they were unable to. So I, I really hope that, you know, going forward, because the lightning don't exactly have a, a an easy schedule uh, remaining for the rest of the year. They they like they have Seattle on on Saturday vancouver next tuesday who is one of the better teams in the nhl uh, and this is a west coast trip and the lightning can be very as we've seen in years past very shaky on 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 west coast trips here and there i mean it, it's kind of it, it, it it's kind of a thing that i feel like if they are successful that's the thing that kind of gets them going for the rest of the season but at the same time, if it on the other side of that if they have a bad road trip if they don't finish 500 i i, I kind of I, it's one of those things where you, you worry because you have Seattle, Vancouver, Edmonton. Edmonton hasn't been doing well, but McDavid's back. And and as we all know, you know, it, it could be very, very good if you keep him scoreless on any given night, but it could also get very ugly with him with the amount of talent skill that he has, as we all know. 
Calgary is a toss-up game. I, I haven't seen a whole ton of them. I mean, they're one of the lesser uh, talented teams in the league. I still think, though, that you know the Lightning can't take anything for granted, especially if they're not scoring power play goals. They they need to be better. But uh, you have you know just the names, some of the top teams that the Lightning will run into before the the, the end of the year is uh, Vegas, Washington, Panthers, and the Rangers. The Rangers, who are right now looking like a Presidents Trophy contender, uh, and and even Vegas as well. Um, so it, it's it's far from anything easy for Tampa Bay going forward. And and with this team, unless they prove that they could score more often on, on five on five chances, um, their, their power play is really going to be their greatest strength in their Achilles heel going forward. And, you know, it, it's, it's unfortunate because we always talk about this team as having a lot of firepower. Um, they, 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 we, we don't have to list all the names, you know, we, we're all familiar with the names and what they could do at this point in time. But at the end of the day, really, what hap- what's the issue with this team is the fact that, excuse me, I'm having some camera issues right now. But really, at the end of the day, this Lightning team just needs to be better. They need to pick each other up, and we just haven't seen that um, consistently to where we could feel good about them at all. So let me know in the comments below what you think about this Lightning team. Um uh, the, the special teams and, and all that, because it, it really is something that we really need to talk about more or really kind of just observe more for this lightning team as I continue to have camera issues. So for those of you watching on YouTube, I apologize. Here we are. looks like it sorted itself out. But yeah, um, the lightning need to become more balanced when it comes to their score. And that's really what the bottom line is. And we saw it last night. Uh, against the Nashville Predators. The Lightning uh, have scored 30% of their goals this year on the power play, which is at times, you know, depending on how what kind of night they have, is a good and a bad thing. I would prefer to kind of have more so, you know, that number be 20%, but the, also the Lightning are on the power play quite a bit. So, you know, whichever way you look at it, it could be a bad thing or a good thing. So we'll keep an eye on that as they have a bunch of very high powered offenses and defenses and, and good goaltending ahead of them to face in the upcoming weeks uh, to end out the year 2023. Uh, but we're going to take a break from that and, and look at Jonas Johansson. What's going on with him. It kind of seemed like he was doing well there for a minute when he was starting games. And now that he's back to being a backup goalie, it kind of looks like he has regressed. So we're going to talk about him and see what exactly is the issue with JoJo here and what can the Lightning do or what can Johansson do in general to help himself out in future matchups. Uh, We'll get into that in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our first sponsor of the day, and that's our friends over at eBay Motors. Now, if you haven't heard about eBay Motors, listen, it's the right time of the year to look at eBay Motors, especially if you're in the in the market of buying some gifts for your your loved one or friend's car, eBay Motors has got you covered here because passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win 
And guess what? With eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. eBay motor guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. So as always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We're also available on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel there. Hit the notification button. So as soon as the newest episode drops on any platform, you'll be notified. And hit that thumbs up button underneath this video, as well as drop a comment how you feel about the Predators game, as well as looking forward to the Seattle Kraken game coming up over this past week, over this next upcoming weekend. And... Really, the the you know we just got done talking about the power play, the special teams last night. How that was really the 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 fall for the Lightning of kind of keeping themselves in it. Like I said, anytime you have, anytime you have four chances on the power play, you know you want to at least go fifty percent, score twice on it, or even you know if if we want to go one for four that's even kind of manageable especially with this team because all it takes is one power play goal as we've seen in past games for this team to get going um but the other thing that kind of stood out to me throughout the course of the game was jonas johansson he just did not look like his like he was ready for for this game he did not look prepared and i'm not saying that you know he he wasn't exactly you know fit to play or whatever the case may be but he just looked overmatched throughout the course of the game and and I'm very curious as to what the mindset is with him now that he's gone from being a everyday goaltender to start the NHL season but now he's the backup and I mean it's not like we didn't see this coming we all knew once Andre Vasilevsky came back which now we know it was after it was going to be around Thanksgiving and he did indeed come out back right after Thanksgiving um, that Jonas Johansson was going to be the backup goaltender because of how well he played as a starter. And, and, you know, I did speak about it at the time when there was so much talk about, you know, everybody evaluating how Johansson was as a starting goaltender. And, and me and myself even said that, you know what, we might be a little bit overvaluing how he's been playing, considering how low the expectations were for him coming into this season given that, you know, not a lot of Lightning fans have really seen him before, including myself. I mean, I've seen him here and there as a backup on other teams, but that's the thing. You know, you never really saw him start consistently in the NHL. And and I thought for the most part, he played very well for what for what it was worth. Um, the, the, and, and, you know, his, his goaltending also kind of exposed the Lightning's poor defense out in front uh, on most nights, which was kind of a good thing. Uh, at least for the Lightning, so they kind of knew what they had uh, early on. Um, but last night, I mean, there really wasn't no excuses. There was a couple of goals he let in last night. The McDonough goal was very glaring um, to me. He, it, it was just, you have Ryan McDonough, and we all love my Ryan McDonough here, no matter where he plays for the rest of his career. Um, he'll always be a fan favorite along, among Lightning fan, but let's call it what it is. Brian, Ryan McDonough is not a goal scorer. Okay, he scored two goals last year. He's never he's been more of a defensive defenseman. Okay, that's just what it is. Um, but you know that your goaltender isn't locked in, especially in the second period uh, when Ryan McDonough is down low and and just whistles a backhander back past your goaltender. And one of the things that I saw in this game. And and I think I said at the time that really Joe Hansen should have stopped probably, I want to say maybe 
three out of the five goals in this game. You know, one can make the case. Uh, I mean, five was an empty netter, so we won't even go into that. But three out of the the four goals that he let up, I think he probably could have stopped. Um, Vasilevsky definitely would have stopped stopped those. I think, uh, especially with you know how well we've seen Vasilevsky play and just the the small amount of games that he has played thus early on in the season. But the the thing that's really glaring with Johansson, and it's kind of been a thing that I haven't really wanted to kill him as early on in the season because, like I said, it's you know I feel like with him it's just a work in progress because he hasn't he's not used to playing this much and he's played quite a few games early on this season, is that the thing with Johansson is that his glove side is just, it, it's bad. It's bad. And his positioning, um, it, it's just, it takes not that much for him to get unraveled and, and kind of be out of position. I mean, when when we were picking the thumbnail for today's game and, and kind of when I was re-watching highlights today, um, this morning, there's a lot of saves that he did make where he is just not, he's just sliding all over the place. And, you know, sometimes with goaltenders, that's a good thing. But with him, he's just, he's just kind of overextending himself, over committing to shots. And, and, you know, that's really what the issue is with him. On top of that, like I said, he doesn't exactly have a strong glove. And I, I hope it doesn't come down to the case where we're having a conversation at some point in the season that you know is matt tompkins going to be the backup goaltender for vazzy because if it, if that is the case um that's not a good conversation that we want to have about jonas johansson given that he is a free agent signing but at the same time i mean maybe lightning fans we have been a little bit spoiled in years past with the with the backup goaltenders the quality of backup goaltenders we've had going from curtis McElhenney to to ryan elliott and brian elliott excuse me and that's the other thing, you know, maybe when you look at Elliot McElhenney, you know, they overperformed in their roles. And the other thing you have to remember with Johansson is that he's still very young. He's still very early. It's still very early on in his NHL career. And, you know, you have to wonder, you know, especially with a young goaltender who has already been a career backup, you know, you know, what hit, what is really his ceiling? Have we kind of seen that already? Is he starting really to not only come down from heaven, but is he really starting to crash? Um, at this point in the season because you know it's one of those things where you know I hope the lightning don't get into this kind of mindset that you know they're gonna have to play Vasilevsky when they necessarily don't because you know it's a game that they can't necessarily afford to drop a game that they shouldn't drop and you have a liability in Jonas Johansson out there in that so it's one of those things where I think that, you know, let's not hit the panic button just yet on Jonas Johansson. But uh, I will say, though, that, you know, this was probably a very concerning performance from him. Um, and it's only December, too. We we have quite a little bit to go before the the, the end of the season comes. And, and you know, he's definitely going to get his fair share of games played, um, knowing John Cooper, as he doesn't really much like to throw Vasilevsky out there that often anymore. So we'll we'll see with him. Um, and we, and we'll talk about Vasilevsky because, you know, it, on the other hand with that, I, I, I kind of feel like this was, you know, a game that Vasilevsky could have easily played. So we'll, we'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit, but first we're going to wrap things up with our sponsors. And that is our friends over at Jace medical. Now I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but 
can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than my my girlfriend or my nephews getting sick while a supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we're okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinitis, skin infections, and among others. This stuff can happen to any of us. So visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. You'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use the offer code locked on to get $20 off your order. So once again, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We are available on YouTube as well. So subscribe to that channel, hit that notification button and drop a comment below and hit the thumbs up below this video. So you could be in on the conversation when I'm sure with our usual group of lightning fans that always, always join in on the conversation. And that's honestly the best way to get in touch with me because we will, I always look at the comments. I always try to answer questions, get back to certain, uh, get back to listeners. If they have a question or a comment that, you know, comes to my attention. Um, and also you could follow me on Twitter if you want to do that too, and get in touch with me at Danky Dank, D E N K Y D eight N K. So we just got talking about, you know, the, some of the issues from last night, the lightning special teams, Jonas Johansson, just not playing up to par because listen, I will say, you know, I, I am more of a, if you were to ask me, would you rather a team rely on their goaltender or a goaltender rely on their team? I'm going to say that I want the, the, the lather. I think that a goaltender feeds off the energy of his teammates, the performance of his team throughout the course of the game. And especially if your goaltender doesn't really have it going throughout the course of a night, you know, you, as we saw last night, Joe Hansen looked really, really shaky and at times has looked very shaky. You, you, you expect your team to pick you up throughout the course of the game. But as we all know, with the Tampa Bay Lightning, they don't always roll on all cylinders. They're not always doing everything that they need to do, uh, whether it be intentional or not intentional, uh, subconsciously or consciously, uh, to win games. And last night, you know, the special teams failed them. The goaltending in certain spots failed them. And especially the goaltending, like I said, kind of stuck out to me the most. And it, it kind of makes you wonder because I, I, I spoke about, I tweeted it out last night. Um, and I want to know, from all our listeners down in the comments below. How do we feel about Cooper not playing Vasilevsky just, you know, on a back-to-back so early in the season? Because, listen, he's missed the first couple of months of the season, so it's not like this guy's been playing games constantly. And I, I, I just think that really, you know, there's a time and place, as I've said over the course of the last couple of years with Vazzy, that there's a time and place for you know, him to, to let loose. And then there's other times to kind of reel him back in. And it, it all depends on time of the year. It all depends on uh, schedule. And, and I think that, you know, given that Vazzy has played six games, like I said, he came, he, he, he played his first game of the season right after the, on the Friday, right after Thanksgiving. 
And so far, he's looked pretty decent. He's three and three. He has one shutout. Uh, his save percentage is eight nine nine. That's going to go up in the next couple of games. Just you know, he's looking decent, and and he's shown sparks of brilliance already of what we we expect out of this guy. Uh, Vezina Trophy, twenty nineteen, Andre Vasilevsky, and, and I think that as much as we've said in years past that Cooper plays him way too much. At the same time, when you look at you know the the amount of games that he has only played, the the, the schedule that is coming up, you know this was a game where if I'm putting on the coach's hat real quick, I'm throw, I'm throwing him out on, on the second night for a row. I I thought he played very well against Pittsburgh. I thought he played obviously very good against Dallas. Uh, shutout win. And especially after bouncing back after just a putrid performance against Dallas in the previous game. I think that, you know, why not? What what do you have to lose by throwing him out there against Nashville? Because I look at it this way, you know, win or lose, bad performance or good performances, you're still keeping him fresh. You're keeping you're, you're allowing him to continue to work on things uh, because, believe it or not, he's still working on things. He's still trying to figure figure things out. And then you have basically a day and a half for him to rest. You know, he doesn't have to skate tomorrow. I mean, today, excuse me. He doesn't have to do morning skate tomorrow, which I doubt the Lightning will have a morning skate. And then he's not playing again till 10 10 p.m. Saturday night. And then after that, he has two days off and can play against Vancouver. And then if you want to put Johansson against Edmonton, that's fine. But, you know, you had an opportunity here to, to, you know, kind of cheat a little bit with having him on the second leg of a back-to-back as well, playing two games in a row and then kind of cheat more with, and, and I get Cooper's thinking in this situation. He just came back. You don't want to, you, you don't want to get hit. You, you don't want to throw him out there every single night. You know, you don't want to risk the shot of him getting hurt off of something stupid or, you know, him having a bad performance and that hurts his confidence. But at the same time, after last night, which is a game that I think if Vazzy's in net, it's a totally different game or, you know, at least the lightning play a little bit better and the game's a little bit closer. You, you have, like I said, a day off, you have the Seattle game, two days off, and then Vazzy could play every other day. And then, you know, ideally, if you look at the rest of the month, Vasilevsky will and should play the rest of December. Uh, so, you know, I, I think, you know, really, if, if there's any a time right now, for John Cooper to kind of take off the gloves and, and allow Vasilevsky to just run run rough shot out there, it'd be right now. Uh, I, I think that, you know, it, it was just maybe a little bit of a, of a poor judgment on Cooper's, uh, Cooper's side of things. I understand, like I said, why he doesn't want to or may not want to, but you know what? He just, he's a professional athlete. He hasn't played in a while. He's only played six games, so it's not like he's running dogged out there. So let me know in the comments below what you think about that. And, you know, we got a big schedule coming up ahead of us. And like I said, I would expect Vasilevsky to play the rest of December. Uh, Really no reason as to why, unless, you know, there's maybe some soreness or, you know, maybe he's a little dinged up or whatever the case may be. Uh, Really no reason not to play him from now until the end of 2023. So let me know in the comments below what you think. Uh, And as always, hit that thumbs up button below this video. Uh, so as the, the episode, the, the, the podcast will grow, it'll reach a lot, a lot of new listeners and people on YouTube that may have not heard of this show. 
Uh, and as always, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, as well as subscribe on our any of our numerous audio platforms and hit follow us up on our on our Twitter page, LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. So we'll be back next week to hopefully talk about a win up in Seattle, as well as looking forward to the games uh, in Edmonton and Vancouver. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.